Happy Friday and welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Markets, your favorite dairy podcast. This is actually the second recording we're doing for the podcast today as we caught up with Charles Funnel earlier today, whom we'll be speaking at our Outlook conference next month. It was a really great conversation about the importance of risk management in dairy. Be sure to listen to that episode as well. And don't forget to buy tickets to our conference in Chicago on June 22nd and 23rd. We have an awesome lineup and it's something a bit different for the dairy industry as we have some new faces and pertinent topics of conversation lined up from all over the world. All right, let's chat markets, shall we? Lucas, we had another crazy week of data to absorb, didn't we? We finalized our monthly New Zealand report looking over Q1 exports from the region as well as milk production expectations. There was a bearish global dairy trade event on Tuesday. March U.S. exports were out, and then March U.S. dairy production was released. I don't even know where to start. It was one of those crazy weeks of data, that's for sure. But it's good because it keeps us busy and keeps the market on its toes. Watching Spot was pretty interesting this week as we kind of bounced around there on a few different products. But to your point, Alyssa, I think maybe I'll start on the dairy products and dry stocks side of things as we record this on uh, Friday afternoon. We just released our full comprehensive report, so uh, be sure to check that out. It was emailed to our customers uh, early Friday morning. On the cheese side of things, I think the biggest takeaway was watching cheddar dip lower versus prior year yet again in March. It was strong in February, but this uh, this weakness reminds me of what we dealt with earlier in the year and uh, at the end of 2021 as well. A little bit surprising considering some capacity and uh, expansions and processing capacity over the past year or so. Uh, that lower cheddar number did pull down total American output as well and helps to explain why cheese prices have been able to stay elevated at recent lofty levels here. Uh, mozzarella was strong though. It was the strongest monthly mozzarella output on record. And that, that production did help to push total cheese output up versus prior year. And a pretty much expected number there as milk continues to flow into cheese vats. On butter, maybe a bit of a surprise, the higher output versus prior year was just a little bit bearish towards markets, but I don't think in the grand scheme of everything, it's enough to kind of push butter prices lower. There's still a bit of concern about availability into the back half of this year, but considering we got that cold storage number about uh, two weeks ago, this higher output helps to explain why butter inventories uh, climbed a little bit more than expected in March. On the way side of things, also a bit of a reversal from trend. Uh, previously, we had seen the whey stream be pushed into higher protein WPCs and WPIs. That kind of shifted a little bit as WPC production was actually down versus prior year, and instead dry whey output was prioritized. And I think some of this is kind of priced into the market here. We're dealing with stronger production, stocks that climbed a little bit, and as we've mentioned previously, a little bit weaker demand from China, which has caused a little bit of a price pullback in spot dry way lately. Finally, on the powder side of things, nonfat dry milk and skim milk powder, both lower versus prior year, kind of on trend with what we've been watching over the past few months kind of keeping this price firmly underpinned here. I don't expect a lot of downside, even as China has kind of pulled back and we've seen a little bit of weakness materialize over the past few weeks. But 
Uh, again, weaker production and uh, stocks did not climb in March like they had been over the past few months. So kind of balanced here for the near term on dairy products. Yeah, that first butter production gain over prior year in five months was very interesting. And speaking of butter, Fonterra's unsalted butter contract collapsed this week on the global dairy trade event. You know, that fat on offer heading into this event was the highest since 2014. So that loosening of fat supplies into the end of the season looks as though it has resulted in a push to clear inventories. So the loosening of fat supplies into the end of the season looks as though it's resulted in a push to clear inventories, no matter the cost, given that demand uncertainty weighs nearby. Generally speaking, the market is dealing with a laundry list of fundamentals that have never been seen before, and especially all at one time. We've got historically high freight costs, record high fertilizer prices and diesel prices, expensive labor, supply chain disruptions, a war in Europe, disruption to feed supplies and inflation, just to name a few. (laughs) As a result, the average winning price on GDT fell at the fastest pace versus the previous auction since August 2015. For the second consecutive auction, C2 regular whole milk powder fell 7.4% from the prior event and is now down 22% from the highs shown just two months ago. Skim milk powder fell at a slightly slower rate than whole milk powder, which pushed that premium over whole milk powder to the highest since August 2014. A lot of similarities between today and the 2014 season. Yeah, I think taking a deeper look there still, Alyssa, while end users in China and the Middle East did purchase less versus prior year, not all regions pulled back, indicating that I think some buyers probably look at this recent price weakness as an opportunity to continue to build stocks at a cheaper rate versus value seen throughout most of the year to date. While persistent global uh, economic uncertainty could likely or possibly trigger additional declines into the second May trading event. I think it's High Ground's view that the world remains fundamentally short on milk output here. Yeah, that's a great point, Lucas. I would like to kind of close out on a few thoughts regarding the U.S. export volumes that were released earlier this week. U.S. dairy prices were very competitive throughout the second half of 2021, and the result of that really showed itself throughout Q1 exports. And most recently in the March data, we saw record cheese exports from the U.S. during March. Butter shipments neared eight-year highs. Non-fat dry milk heading to Mexico improved quite a bit, and high-protein whey demand was solid from China. So far this year, shipments are nearly unchanged from prior year's record export volumes, which are expected to have remained strong into the beginning of Q2 as well. To read more about our views and opinions on all the data released this week, be sure to head to the dashboard and check out the analysis for yourself. And if you aren't a customer yet, click free trial on the homepage and we'll get you set up with access right away. Have a great weekend. Cheers. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you're interested in receiving more information as well as our analysis, please visit highgrounddairy.com to request a free 30-day trial today. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors.